Hello and welcome to your Ultimate You podcast. In today's episode, I have a lovely lady with me sharing her story all the way from America to demonstrate the realities of what we face as women. We are all unique and spend far too much time worrying about everybody else, but we often forget to check in with ourselves. I truly believe I will be able to empower all of you beautiful women who are listening simply by inspiring you and educating you through the power of real women sharing their stories, vulnerabilities, passions and drives. Without further ado, hello Lauren! Hi! Hi everyone! It's so great to be here with you today Lauren. This incredible woman is a teacher she has created this life that she's worked extremely hard for. A true inspiration, if you ask me. Welcome, Lauren. I'm so grateful for you to be here with me today and for us to chat to each other about you. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. So, my lovely, let's give the listeners a picture of who you are. Would you please tell us a little bit about your background? Okay, my name is Lauren. I am originally from New York City, and I spent most of my life growing up in New Jersey and still live there today. I am a teacher, a middle school special education teacher, and I am 32 years old. And what else can I say about myself other than my job? <laughs> Sorry. And I... Yeah, and uh, yeah, genuinely pretty happy all around these days. Good, and when that play to you, my love, you worked very hard to get where you are. What was it that you faced or caused you to struggle in your life up until the point you made the conscious decision to make the change in your life? I think it was really about maybe perspective and a lot of growing up. So for me, although I did go to university where I met you and I, you know, tried my best to go to university there, it really didn't seem like I was ready or prepared for that life. So although I was quote unquote an adult and grown up, it didn't always seem that way. And I kind of, I always used the expression like pinballed around a bit. So it didn't really set in for me to do what I wanted to do and to kind of achieve what I wanted it to achieve until I was a little bit older uh, by the time I was 26. So I always like to tell people that your path doesn't have to happen as soon as you graduate secondary or high school, that you can kind of take the opportunity to really get to know yourself before rushing into things and really knowing what you want instead of trying to fulfill what others want for you. So I think I just needed that um, light bulb moment or that myself to realize that. And then now everything has been going great, but it did take me a while to get there for sure. And do you know what, that, that's the beauty of yourself, your self-awareness, the fact that you have been on this journey. Um, and as you say, you didn't fit into what society or parents, family, friends may have expectation-wise. You need to discover that for yourself. This is your life that you're leading and it's your journey. So the fact that you discovered that for yourself because many women still haven't and they could be 
in the 40s and 50s and still questioning their identity. You found yours. It doesn't matter what age. The fact is you found yours. And that is something to be very, very proud of. Yeah, what? thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> and my lovely, what led you to the event in your life that you realised you needed to make a change or shift a paradigm that you found within yourself? Um, I really don't know if it was an event more so if that it was this light bulb moment uh, between my cousin and myself. And um, I was working a job in New York City and, you know, I was just having fun with it. I liked the job, but, you know, I spent a lot of my time going out in Manhattan and doing whatever I wanted, really. And then one day I was doing some extra work for my job and my cousin, who I had worked with, looked at me and he said, why are you doing all that? You don't get paid for it. And I was like, well, I guess I just like to do it. And it was like basically lesson planning. And I was like, I don't know, I just like it. And at that moment, like this little light bulb went off in my head where I was like, oh, everyone, your whole life was right about you because everyone my whole life told me I should be a teacher. And I told them I didn't want that. And at that moment, I had like a whole rush over me where I was like, oh, no, everyone's been right. And I've been wrong this whole time. And from there, it really started my idea were to set goals and foundations in my life for a little bit more stability other than what I was currently doing, which, which was like working part time, just having fun, which is fine, but it wasn't really anything stable or grounded. Wow. Which is what I needed. <laughs> Absolutely. And where you say you didn't have that event or that paradigm, that is a paradigm shift on its own. Not yeah. so much that you were needing to, oh my gosh, everybody else was right, more that people could see your potential and it took that light bulb moment for you to look in the mirror and recognize your potential. You saw yourself yeah. for the first time. That's your Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yes. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> and what is your greatest aha moment or inspiration? Or do you have several? Oh. Yeah, and I would say, as you were saying before, although I was 26 when I had that moment, um, a woman that I started working with when I first got into teaching, I worked as um, like a classroom aide. She was 44 when she had her aha moment, and her and I were talking about women, uh, really, in the way that her she found herself feeling in her group of friends, where she told me that she saw a lot of women starting to, um, you know, get divorced or not happy in their marriages. And that when they weren't with their husbands, that they didn't have anything that they, that they had in their own for their lives because they had spent their whole lives building their families, which is a beautiful thing. But they found that once they were older and they won, their husbands had perhaps left them or something that they didn't have anything. And she was like, I never, ever want that to happen to me or anyone that I know. And um, she was kind of the one who helped me get everything together for going back to school and pursuing my education. And I really just found her pretty inspirational. And she's still married now and still happy. She has children. One of her daughters lives in the United Kingdom, actually. And um, 
you know, it was interesting to see her perspectives and, and she had worked, she had like dropped out of college, had worked corporate, like office jobs. And then it wasn't really until she had her moment that she was like, oh, I want to be a teacher. And she was a phenomenal teacher. She was great. But she was really inspirational and in like kind of helping me see that I did need to set like a course for my life. And it was really interesting talking to her. And I'm really thankful that I had that person, an older person that I could look to for advice and inspiration. Amazing. I think that's, yeah, cool. <laughs> oh yeah, but just to be able to have that idol or, or mentor, friend, guide to help you put foundations in place for you to do it yourself. Because I say it's your journey, it's your life, but yeah. you just have that support is key yeah. for anyone to really achieve and go forth with their goals. I think so, yeah. And what have you created for yourself? Uh, well, I think the way that I've created things for myself is probably through my relationships with other people. I just feel like there's kind of a good positivity there. And although maybe I don't see it all the time, I do see it in the students I teach and the people that I'm friendly with that I can like kind of see that the way that I interact with them is in a positive way and then they can kind of go forth and have their own interactions in a positive way. And I do believe that, you know, when you kind of embody that and you like shine with that positivity that it kind of affects other people because you know, if you run into someone who's just having a bad day or they're, you know, really down, then it's kind of like a chain reaction. Like you get upset, then that person gets upset. And then who knows who they upset in their like trajectory. So I think I just kind of see like a nice bubble around me and I've been able to, you know, live independently by myself. I don't really have to, I just rely on myself, which is something I always wanted to do in life is kind of work hard and be able to support myself. And so far I've done that, which is a nice feeling, but you know, it's a little bit- uh, It's huge. Scary sometimes, but it, it's, yeah, it's a nice feeling to re like solely rely on yourself. And Absolutely. And I mean, I've known you for years, and your personal growth is night and day. It is night yeah. and day. I am yeah. inspired by you so much. So this is why I wanted the listeners here to hear your story. Lauren, my lovely, what is one of your greatest lessons from life to date? Ah, uh, hmm, that's a good one. Let's think. I'm like, <laughs> I guess one of the best things that I can say is, and I actually tell this to a lot of the students I work with, and I tell this to people my own age who I think need to hear it sometimes, is that when I was younger, I was so concerned and obsessed with what I thought other people were thinking of me. And it always hindered my own personal growth because I wanted to like fit in or be, I don't know. I just wanted to be like what everybody wanted me to be. And I would always worry about being embarrassed or, you know, thinking 
worried about how I looked or if I said something wrong and people wouldn't like me. But I always tell, and I usually tell younger people this, but I always say, you know, can you list me one time or name me a time that so-and-so did something embarrassing and you thought about it and you laughed at them? And they're like, no, I can't. Like, I don't know anything that this other person did. And I was like, so why do you think that everyone is thinking about you that way when they're not? If you can't tell me a, like any other time that, you know, you've thought it about someone else, what makes you think other people are thinking this about you? And they're like, well, I guess they're not. And I'm like, yeah, they're not. Of course they're not, because we have such a pressure on ourselves, you know, to because we're always so concerned what people are thinking about us, but really it's just us and our own insecurities. And so I think when I listen to that and I remember that it makes me able to be myself more and I'm comfortable with myself instead of thinking like I'm anxious about what other people are thinking. So I think that's a good lesson to learn is that you know, you and whoever you are, you're great the way that you are. And no one is thinking like these terrible things about you. You just have to shut off that inner critic in your head and you have to just be yourself because who you are is great. So I think that's a good lesson for anyone to learn. Amazing life lesson, amazing life lesson. And I love like just thinking on top of my head, um, a really good phrase to go with that is, um, it's none of your damn business what other people yeah. are thinking about you. It's none of your business. Yeah. And like, as you say, it, you are creating your own story and script in your head. You need to get your, get out of your own way and just focus on you being content with yourself. Love that, Lauren. Thank you. <laughs> what is incredible here is Lauren's true story of her origins, her struggles, because let's face it, we all have them. And most importantly, how Lauren took her power back when she discovered herself. The paradigm shift she just described. She looked in the mirror, found herself, found her self-worth um, using her personal awareness to make decisions, to make the change and create the life that she has. The fact that she's content with her life, you are Lauren, is outstanding. And many, many women strive to have that as a goal. And lastly, Lauren, where do you see your journey taking you? Yeah, that, I really hope just to see myself become, you know, more happy, more content. You know, every day is a new day. You know, some days are good, some days aren't. But it doesn't mean that any bad day you have is a setback, that you just move forward the next day. So I would say for me, I would just like to see myself open to more opportunities in life that I haven't experienced yet and just kind of be as happy as I can and support myself and the people in my life who I care about and love. So, What a beautiful outlook. Beautiful. Selfless, kind, humble, and actually very, very outstanding. Thank you. I'd like to leave Thank the listeners you. with one final thought, Lauren. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, my lovely. Oh, you're great. Lauren, I'm going to ask you three quick questions. The first one, what does empowering women mean to you? So I think empowering women means that, you know, and I think this is a really important thing is that 
other women I think have been taught to put other women down and I like that phrase, like if you see, uh, you know, another queen with a tilted crown, then fix it. So instead of, you know, talking behind someone's back or just putting them down, it's like women have had to deal with that already for so long because of internalized misogyny and other things. So to empower other women, I truly think it means that you have to empower other women by appreciating other women and knowing that they are also, you know, great people and that you don't put them down to make yourself feel better because it's just something I think that we're taught and it's wrong. So it's just, you know, fixing that other queen's crown and moving on instead of talking behind someone's back or, you know, trying to make yourself feel better by being empowering, you're doing the better thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great analogy. Love that. Fix the fix the, fix the other queens yeah. to the crown. Love it. We're all queens. We're all queens in our exactly. kingdoms. All queendoms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Second question, my lovely. What three words would you describe yourself as? Uh, let's see. I would say um, kind, um, funny, <laughs> and... Um, uh, maybe outspoken. I feel like sometimes I could be a little outspoken. Um, but you know, I'll, uh, all for, you know, I'd rather be outspoken than a silent majority, as they say. Good for you. So, Speak up. Yeah. Don't, don't hide behind the shadows. Don't hide behind the masks. Yeah. Speak your truth. And finally, what makes Lauren happy? What makes you happy, Lauren? Uh, I would just think just kind of being comfortable, really, like even having a nice night in, like maybe a glass of wine, watching some good TV, hanging out with a friend or two. I've got my pets, you know, nothing over the top, just nice, um, quiet, <laughs> and then, uh, just relaxing. You know, I feel like a lot of us have already experienced enough instability in our lives that a little bit of relaxation is something we all deserve so absolutely and it's the best that life has got to offer when you can just simply relax I love that I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you Lauren for your time today you have been wonderful and thank you to all my sensational listeners I look forward to having another incredible woman sharing her story with you in the next episode yay bye thank you bye. you're so welcome thank you